Hello and a warm welcome to the next episode of our podcast. My name is Niklas Siemer and I'm a product specialist for SAP Business Technology Platform and I'm happy that I will be your host for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. This is our June's episode number 96 of SAP BTP Talk. Let's see what topics we bring into your head with this episode. First, we will talk about an extract of great roadmap items from SAP Business Technology Platform and a selection of announcements made at SAP Sapphire 2023. Second, the customer story of the month. And last, the interview. Our today's guest is Stefan Peach, Vice President, Head of SAP BTP Product Management. We're going to talk about his experiences and impressions at this year SAP Sapphire Orlando and Barcelona as a recap to these awesome events. Stefan is based at SAP in Waldorf and leads the overall SAP BTP product management team. In his role, he and his team drives innovation, further development, enablement and adoption for the SAP BTP. Stefan joined SAP at 2021 and started his career at SAP with his actual role. In before, he gained more than 18 years of experience in various customer and partner roles, including being a board member and CTO of DSAG. This time we are ahead of our normal podcast release schedule. That's just an exception for this episode because we want to keep the time between SAP Sapphire and our podcast episode shorter. Next episode will be back on normal schedule. So let's start. Let me dive into the what's new section. This time with focus on an extract of sub some roadmap items and a selection of announcements made at SAP Sapphire. First roadmap item is about SAP Build Apps. There's an improvement for project lifecycle management on the roadmap. That means you will be able to transport and deploy projects, including environment variables across various landscapes. With that, you can create multi-tier system landscapes, like the traditional three-tier landscape with development, testing, and productive environment. The SAP Build Apps artifacts can be transported with the SAP BTP service Cloud Transport Management. Next roadmap item of this episode is about SAP Build Workzone Advanced Edition. You will be able to expose tasks into a central inbox using SAP Task Center. This leads to a better unified user experience that an end user can handle his tasks in a central inbox instead of switching between multiple ones. A good improvement on the horizon, I think. Let's continue with the selection of SAP Sapphire announcements. First one is about expanding the partnership between SAP and Google Cloud to build the future of open data and AI for enterprises. The offering enables customers to build an end-to-end -end data cloud that brings data from across the enterprise landscape using the SAP Datasphere solution together with Google's Data Cloud, so businesses can view their entire data estates in real time and maximize value from their Google Cloud and SAP software investments. Besides that, SAP and Google Cloud announced some further expansions of the partnership, like expanding regional support of the SAP BTP and SAP HANA Cloud on Google Cloud, which includes support for SAP Analytics Cloud and SAP Datasphere through additional data center regions. Stefan will get back to the Google Cloud announcement in the interview part. Second selected SAP Sapphire announcement is about innovations in SAP Analytics Cloud, which enable enhanced data-driven decision-making. AI-driven analytics now uses natural language processing technology from Ask Data, which SAP acquired in 2022 and has now integrated into SAP Analytics Cloud. 
The AI technology behind the search experience provides better natural multilingual processing than previous technology based on only English language keywords. SAP plans to unveil more conversational chatbot-like interaction capabilities in the third quarter of 2023. As you can see, a lot of new cool and helpful additions for the upcoming weeks and months. Stay tuned and curious for it, and of course, there is even more to come. You can find more information on that in the show notes. Let's get into the customer story of the month. This time it is about Fruco Suntory. Fruco Suntory is a leading Australasian drinks company and the market leader in energy drinks in Australia and New Zealand. They are also the bottling partner of PepsiCo in that market region. Fruco Suntory were faced the following challenge. Their sales process was inefficient and not standardized, led to poor user experience, incomplete CRM data and inconsistent customer service. On top of that, the sales had to deal with poor offline capabilities impacted reps calling on remote parts of New Zealand and Australia. Together with SAP partner Burn Digital, they designed and built an application called MySalesHub as part of their SAP S4HANA transformation. MySalesHub is a custom mobile application built on SAP BTP with support for usage on iOS devices. It utilizes multiple SAP BTCP services such as SAP mobile services and integrates data from various sources. With that, it empowers field sales to provide the best customer experiences and insights. Fruco Sancher recognized a 13% increase in productivity and a 3% increase in sales revenue. This mobile application also solves the bad offline capabilities. SAP BTP allows Fruco Suntory to keep building and extending on their existing framework with capabilities like SAP Integration Suite to integrate legacy on-premise systems as well as modern cloud-based systems or SAP HANA Cloud as database as a service. All the SAP BTP capabilities comes with the enterprise-grade security and analytics support future scalability and integration. This MySales Hub application was all entered as project for the SAP Innovation Awards 2023. You can read more details at the entry page of the SAP Innovation Awards. As always, you can find the link in the show notes. You want to get all future news? Please subscribe to this podcast on the platform of your choice and our monthly SAP BTP product newsletter. Check out the new items on our product roadmap and follow us on social media. All right, so that were the roadmap items, including some of the SAP Sapphire announcement and the customer story of the month. One agenda point is still left, and I know he's already on fire for his part. So let's kick off our episode's interview talk. And I'm glad to introduce my today's interview guest, Stefan Peach. Hi, Stefan, and welcome to our podcast. It's great to have you on board as my guest today, talking about SAP Sapphire and your experiences visiting this event. Can you please introduce yourself and give us some insights about you and your role at SAP so that our listeners can get a little impression of you? I'm so excited to join this episode of uh, the BTP Talk. Thanks for having me. For those who don't know me, my name is Stefan Peach. I'm with SAP for roughly two years now, and I'm heading the BTP product management. Our goal as BTP product management is to make SAP BTP the first choice for our customers and partners to unlock business value for their enterprises with the help of our technology platform and to transform and to innovate in the cloud. And this is a highly collaborative role with numerous interactions with customers and partners on the one hand and with colleagues across the entire SAP internally. 
So we steer towards a unified platform. We drive the cross-product priorities and we support the enablement of SAP BTP. And before I joined SAP, I worked nearly two decades on the customer and partner side in SAP-related roles. Originally, I started as a developer and held various leadership positions. And additionally, I've been uh, with DSAG for many years, active in working groups and as their CTO. In private life, I live with my family nearby Freiburg in the Black Forest region, one of Germany's most sunniest places. So if you're looking for a nice place to spend your vacation, warm welcome in this area. Yeah, great. But then you should bring some sunblocker. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> okay. So you know SAP BTP from both, from being a customer and from being in charge. Thanks for sharing. Before we get deeper into the topics and your experiences at Sapphire, how was your travel and stay in Orlando and Barcelona? Did you recover well from travel activities and different time zones? <laughs> Sapphire was a blast. Exhausting and inspiring alike. I'm still overwhelmed by the many great conversations I had. However, I was grateful for long weekend, some sleep, longer runs and family time. Uh, those were a good compensation for the two weeks before. And uh, by the way, it's not over yet. Sapphire Sao Paulo is on while we speak and everyone who was not able to attend the in-person events can catch up with the channels uh, Best of SAP Sapphire and watch the replay of various key sessions. So just visit our event website. Good to hear. So we will also put the link to the event website in the show notes. Let's get into the first question. The keynote presentations were all about future-proving the enterprise or transforming the future. How does SAP Business Technology Platform relates to these overarching themes of Sapphire? Well, our customers face numerous challenges. Even if the pandemic is over, companies need to react flexibly to changing conditions, build resilient supply chains, achieve sustainability goals, and much more. And SAP offers the right portfolio to meet these challenges Uh, with its cloud ERP at the core and center, complemented with best-in-class line-of-business solutions. And SAP BTP is the foundation that holds everything together. It enables seamless end-to-end -end integration of business processes across this portfolio and, at the same time, is the foundation for customer-specific innovation and business model transformation. And business is at the core of everything we do at SAP in our 50-year history. That is the B in BTP. It stands to reason that our technology and platform create business value by enabling developers, business users, and ecosystem partners to innovate with market-leading capabilities and native integration, building faster with business context and running with confidence on a trusted platform. And BTP comes with the industry's largest collection of business content comprising domain-specific, pre-built and ready-to-use integration content, data models, automation content, best practices and more. And this reduces time to value and project risk tremendously. And if you want to steer your business, you need to have the right insights. SAP BTP enables business experts to quickly analyze their data and discover key insights without needing to move it to an external system. Self-services, for example, allow business users to work with SAP BTP in a governed way. 
And finally, BTP helps our customers on their journey from on-premise landscape to hybrid and even cloud environments. Okay, thank you for your answer on that. During your stay in Orlando and Barcelona, you had a lot of conversations with customers, partners, and analysts, and you've attended a lot of sessions. Can you please describe the overall atmosphere at Sapphire for all of us, which were not part of that on-site event? Were there any significant differences between the Orlando and the Barcelona event? First of all, there is a great momentum for SAP BTP. The platform is highly relevant for our customers and partners, and you could definitely feel that. De facto, it's the foundation of every future-proof SAP landscape, and we recognize very high interest, overbooked and top-ranked sessions, and a lot of traffic at the booth. And I mean, please allow me to shout out a big thank you to all the teams that make this happen in front of and also behind the scenes. We saw this momentum on both sides of the ocean, and I'm looking forward to the many follow-ups uh, with our customers and partners. So in a summary, really great event. Yeah, thanks. Now I feel more like I had been at the event. Let's talk about technology. We all know there's an extremely hot topic out in the IT world now. Artificial intelligence and large language models like ChatGPT. How present was the topic AI and ChatGPT at Sapphire and what SAP did announce in relation to AI? True. AI and its transformative power was top of mind and all around. You were lucky if you could still get a seat in one of the sessions. And of course, AI is a key topic for SAP and not just since the breakthrough of uh, ChatGPT. SAP has been working on AI for years and has a leading position in the application of AI in the business context. So deeply embedded AI into our business applications and end-to-end -end business processes. That's why we also talk about business AI. Specifically at Sapphire, we announced multiple new generative business AI scenarios to be delivered across our portfolio. Let me give you some examples. So first, SAP and Microsoft announced the next step in its long-standing partnership. We collaborate on joint generative AI offerings to address the talent gap by streamlining recruiting and employee development processes. So for recruiting, SAP will leverage the Azure OpenAI Service API and data from SAP SuccessFactor solutions to create highly targeted job descriptions. And for learning, the integration between SAP SuccessFactor solutions and Microsoft Viva Learning will enable employees to create personalized learning recommendations that align with the employee's career and development goals. Second, a situation I assume most of you, <laughs> our listeners, are familiar with. Sometimes you get stuck in a process and want to know how to now use the SAP application. And while exhaustive SAP enablement content is available, it's stored in multiple repositories and sometimes not that easy to find. And AI-powered help functions will help to improve our digital assistance to intuitively access how-to information and tailor the results based upon the user's context, application, and even the software version. And third, developer productivity is 
one of the primary fields for generative AI. You know, writing code is sometimes hard and requires upfront learning, while creating tests and test data is often tedious and time-consuming. With ChatGPT-based CAP model and data generation, integrated in SAP BDP Business Application Studio and CAP, developers can generate business logic, design time artifacts, and sample data by describing their requirements in natural language and even iterate and ask for changes in the existing models. So developers benefit from a significant boost in productivity, reducing time uh, they spend on creating data models and services and improving their overall development experience. And Jürgen showed a lapse preview in his keynote which is really impressive. And a lot more scenarios were presented and even more are in the pipeline. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Uh, for all listeners which are interested in developer productivity, I can definitely recommend to check out our last episode, episode number 95. Uh, I had an interview with Yuval Nafi, the product owner of the Business Application Studio. But as a follow-up question on AI, what do you think is the potential of AI in business context and how can SAP utilize AI to use this potential? Besides that, do you think AI will play a bigger role in our private lives in the future? And a bit of a joking question. Are you afraid about AI taking over us like in science fiction films? <laughs> Not afraid, but AI is definitely a game changer. So. At SAP, we envision to transform the user experience of SAP solutions massively so that you can define the desired business outcomes and SAP systems generate insights and optimizations by connecting the relevant business knowledge and process data. And AI can make businesses around the world more productive, more efficient, and more resilient. Having that said, it will definitely affect the way how we work and collaborate, both in business as well as in our private environments. However, humans continue to play a key role in the decision and reasoning process of enterprises. And concerns about AI often stem from unanswered questions and uncertainty about whether autonomous systems can be used fairly, responsibly, transparently, and in compliance with data protection and privacy regu regulations. So governing AI requires clearly defined rules, values, principles, and techniques to guide the responsible development of AI systems. And SAP AI abides the highest industry standards on responsible AI. For years, we have been working with the leading ethics experts as part of our SAP AI ethics advisory panel to explore the implications of deploying AI in the enterprise. Therefore, we intentionally design our AI solutions to keep humans the loop to carefully review and approve AI-generated information. Yeah, I think it's really awesome to hear what AI can help us with. Let's switch subjects, if we may. In this year's April episode of this podcast, we had an interview with Carsten Roof talking about SAP Datasphere. At Sapphire, there were also some announcements around SAP Datasphere, like our partnership with Google Cloud. Can you give us some details on what was announced? Sure. At SAP Sapphire, we announced an extensive expansion of our partnership with Google Cloud to 
simplify data landscapes and to unleash the full potential of business data. With this partnership, we deeply integrate SAP's and Google's data and analytics technologies for the benefit of our joint customers. To access business-critical data in real time, we integrate SAP Datasphere with Google Cloud BigQuery. Through federated data access, this can happen in real time without data replication, and it allows a comprehensive view of SAP's data, for example, your S4HANA Cloud or other SAP systems data, combined with Google Cloud data, for example, ads or shopping trends and more. And to further simplify data landscapes, SAP and Google Cloud are co-engineering data replication and federation technologies to easily integrate SAP data with BigQuery environments. Additionally, businesses will be able to use Google's AI and ML services to train their models on data from SAP and non-SAP systems. And finally, the partnership includes our build-out strategy to use SAP BDP on Google Cloud globally. So we will expand regional support of SAP BDP and we intend to launch BDP in five new GCP regions, building out to a total of eight regions by 2025. And in June, SAP and Google Cloud will jointly run multiple roadshows in North America. The uh, locations and dates are available on our event websites, and we can post uh, the link here uh, in the text then as well. And further roadshows being planned in EMEA, APJ, and Latin America. Yeah, cool. Thanks for more insights about announcements regarding SAP Datasphere. In episode number 92, together with interview guest Diana Rosner, we already talked about SAP Build and the big chance to expand our developer ecosystem by enabling citizen developers with no-code, low-code tools. Can you give us some insight into how interested customers are in this space, what cool sessions or demos of SAP Build were shown, and what announcements were made for SAP Build? Yeah, happy to do so. Our customers are facing endless backlogs and requirements. And the ability, A, to adapt quickly to changing market situations and competitive environments, and B, to increase efficiency is key. And organizations that leverage automation outperform those that don't. SAP BTP provides a proven pro-code environment that is highly relevant and frequently used to build differentiating extensions and applications using ABAP, Java, Node.js, for example. Now, SAP Build enables tech-savvy business users as well as IT departments to build applications, business sites, and workflows, as well as process automations without coding, not to substitute pro-code development, but to complement it. And more than... 126,000 learners already got their hands around SAP's learning offering for SAP Build and, for example, acquired skills on how to utilize SAP Build for low-code, no-code applications. And, of course, the topic was of interest to many customers at Sapphire. At our booth, our colleagues impressively showcased, for example, how to build a mobile app that allows you to easily access business partner information in an S4HANA system without writing a single line of code or 
Another example, how to build a portal solution to onboard suppliers and to interact with them. Seeing is believing, and customers were highly interested in live demos of our low-code, no-code portfolio. And in addition to the technical capabilities, IT governance was top of mind when it comes to low-code, no-code. So we discussed a lot the governance triad comprising the people, process, and tooling dimensions, which must go hand in hand and how SAP supports customers in building a COE with blueprints and more. And one investment focus is to further embed SAP build in our applications and to deeply integrate its components. Therefore, announcements included Signavio and SAP build integration that enables automatic execution of SAP build process automation directly from Signavio. To dig a little bit deeper, based on potential automation opportunities identified with process mining, SAP Signavio process intelligence enables users to trigger robotic process automation for repetitive tasks directly in SAP build process automation. Another announcement that goes into the same direction is the ability to trigger workflows and automated processes based on business events in SAP integration suite. And important for our customers to know, SAP Build is part of the Rise with SAP and Grow with SAP packages. So customers can jumpstart using these new enterprise automation capabilities to automate their mission-critical ERP processes. And this is simply great. Yeah. Definitely. With that, we already covered a lot of BTP ground today. Application development, automation, data and analytics, and artificial intelligence. There's one area left in SAP BTP, and it's integration. Can you give us a bit of insight about how integration was covered at SAP Sapphire? Were there interesting sessions on SAP integration suite or announcement regarding integration in general? I mean, let's be frank and simple. Integration is the determinator to digital transformation. Show me an enterprise that has scalable, sustainable business success and can afford to deal with scattered core business processes. So integration is key. And according to our integration strategy, and if you don't know our integration strategy paper yet, I highly recommend having a read. It was just updated for Sapphire. So we continue work on streamlining end-to-end process integrations to provide a consistent experience across all SAP applications. During Sapphire, we announced a lot of improvements and showcased great examples. For example, SAP Start. This is the central entry point for all cloud solutions in the public cloud and plan to be available in uh, Q3. This is an important milestone to ensure a seamless user experience is one of our suite qualities. Pre-integrated SAP Task Center service functionality in SAP Start federates data from all major cloud solutions from SAP into one central inbox and now also includes SAP Concur solutions. This enables easy search and navigation to cloud business applications as well as visibility into the status of workflow approvals. Additionally, we announced a lot of process improvements. For example, the quote to cash process, the integration of SAP CPQ 
and SAP S4HANA Cloud Public Edition to support customers transition from selling products to selling solutions. And if you want to see end-to-end -end processes in action, I suggest watching the session, I think it was BTP233 from Michael Armling and Philip Herzig, which is available online as a replay uh, as well. BTP is the foundation and enabler for such innovations. Additionally, a lot happened on the product side. So the services BTP provides to you as customers and partners. Edge Integration Cell, for example, is planned to be released later this year and gives customers the option to use SAP Integration Suite in the cloud as a software service or in a customer-managed environment, including on-premise data centers and private clouds. Our customers will be able to define and configure integration flows in the cloud and deploy them to a customer-operated runtime extension in their local environment. With that, customers have greater flexibility and control over integrations in heterogeneous and distributed environments. The traffic between on-premise systems stays in their local environment, and thereby it enables our customers to comply with even the strictest enterprise architecture requirements. Enhanced assessment and migration tooling makes it easier for our PIPO customers to migrate to SAP Integration Suite. And by the way, it's not only us that love BTP, also our customers do. SAP Integration Suite just earned the 2023 top-rated award from TrustRadius. And earning a top reward means that SAP Integration Suite has excellent customer satisfaction and proven credibility amongst reviewers. It's based entirely on the reviews and customer sentiment. There's no paid replacement or uh, similar opinions. And finally, SAP Business Accelerator Up, formerly known as SAP API Business Hub, is a growing curated resource hub for business content. Now the catalog not only includes integration-related content, such as APIs, events, integration flows, etc., but also data models, content for process automation, and much more. It's a key resource every SAP pro and citizen developer, consultant, and key users should know and bookmark. So recommend visiting api.sap.com. Yeah, thanks for giving these insights. Integration is definitely key. So at your visits of the SAP Sapphire on-site events, I can imagine you had many appointments with partners and customers. Is there anything you are allowed to share? And if not, can you give us just a general impression of these conversations? What BTP topics were of highest interest? How was the atmosphere in general? Of course, without naming projects or customer names. Yeah. The general mood of the customers was very positive. Even though customers were already able to participate in the Sapphire last year, it now felt like before the pandemic, which was truly great. At the same time, the situation of many companies is tough due to the global economic situation. Long-term planning is only possible for very few customers. And business agility with resilient supply chains and supply chain planning is more than ever top of mind. The discussions I had have impressively shown that 
BTP helps companies in this regard. BTP, with its technical capabilities, its deep integration into our product portfolio, and its rich content, truly helps customers to adapt and to innovate faster in an ever-changing environment. And we recognize the high interest across all BTP capabilities and respective roadmaps, how to achieve a clean core, how BTP helps on uh, the journey to the cloud and to S4HANA, and what partners can do with SAP BTP, as well as a lot of interest in key services such as SAP Build, SAP Datasphere, SAP Integration. So to summarize, overall, really a good mood at uh, our customers. Very positive. Great. To sum it up, please explain to me and to our listeners what were your top three SAP BTP-related sessions or announcements at this year's Sapphire? So why only top three? But okay. Top one, um, SAP's roadmap to make use of generative AI and infuse it in our business processes uh, and the platform. Top two, SAP is expanding and strengthening its partnerships with top players in the market. For example, with Google Cloud around Datasphere or uh, Microsoft around uh, AI, that's, that's really great to see. Top three, the many product innovations across the entire BTP portfolio, deeper integration and new capabilities for both IT and uh, the business experts. So to sum it up, it's right here, right now, the time to get started with SAP BTP or to explore new capabilities with further use cases and scenarios. And the SAP Discovery Center is a great resource that helps you to get inspired with real-life use cases, with examples and step-by-step -step guidance how to implement use cases in your individual environment. And with our free-to-your offering, you can get started with BTP even today without any financial commitment. And uh, finally, learning.sap.com waits for you with the learning content and journeys to upskill you and your teams. So no reason to wait. Yeah, well said. Thank you for sharing all these details and your experiences of SAP Sapphire 2023 in Orlando and Barcelona. Looking at time, we're approaching the end of the podcast. We want to always ask our podcast guests this last question in the end. Can you personally recommend a tech-related book or even a movie to our listeners? And if you have a recommendation, why do you think it's so good and nice to share? Our audience is always interested in tech content looking for continuing education. I mean, there are many good books out there. Uh, I would recommend The Innovator's Dilemma by Clayton Christensen. Um, it's it's not a tech-related book in a very narrow sense, but a classics of business literature. And the book is about why it is so hard for successful companies to innovate. And it looks at this uh, from different angles, including the organizational culture perspective. And it also relates to BDP as a platform that truly supports you to change your business model to transform and to innovate so this would be my recommendation for uh, the vacation season. Okay. So with this, we're at the end of our sixth episode of the year 2023 and number 96 of SAP BTP Talk. I would really like to thank you again for tuning in and staying till the very end. 
Big thanks again to Stefan Peach being my interview guest today. Thanks for listening in. If you are listening to us for the first time and there were terms that were not clear to you, please let us know on our social media channels or drop us an email at platformtalks at sap.com so that we can help you understand them. Plus, we are always open-minded for your feedback, so please let us know what you do and don't like, and most importantly, what are your wishes for the next podcast episode. When you like the podcast, please feel free to share it with your tech friends, colleagues, and family. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or leave a rating and review. You can listen to this podcast in various streaming platforms like, for example, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. I'm Niklas Siemer and I'm happy that I were your host today, recording from the ICP headquarters in Waldorf, Germany. Talk to you in the next episode. Until then, keep listening, keep learning and keep growing. Cheers and bye-bye.